Hello everybody and welcome to Julian Jones Was Live in the 90s. Yes, I did have a TV show in the 90s on Channel 31. Started off doing instituals, like little commercial breaks in between with my friend Virginia Dempsey and eventually got offered a TV show of my own. I had a few heart palpitations, a few heart attacks along the way and accepted the challenge. Um, and I was gracefully joined by a anchor woman from Today Tonight at Channel 7, Jill Singer. Vale Jill Singer. Jill Singer has since passed. Um, she had amyloidosis and she passed, I think it was in 2017. Um, amazing woman. She just had this energy about her. She had great laughter, a really beautiful giggle. And, you know, I got to know her quite well in the makeup room at Channel 7. So it was very kind of her to come on and be a supportive, um, supportive friend and supportive talent. But also, most importantly, which brings me to our first guest on Julian Jones Live, was in the 90s. Um, so Dave Grant is a stand-up comedian. He too, Vale Dave Grant, has since passed. And he used to come to Julian Jones Live and do warm-up and also a spot on the show. And he was one amazing guy. And he and his wife, Karen Livingston, were coming quite often. So that leads me into a very special person that I've met in the biz along the way. And we have formed a friendship. It's about 30 years old now, believe it or not. And uh, so welcome, everybody. Comedian. Awesome woman. Christine Bethel. <laughs> Thank you, Chris, That was a bit loud, but that was an applause. How are you, my darling? Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you for having me and to be the first. That's lovely. Well, look, and, you know, this is why it was so special to me and I don't think you realise that Dave used to come into the studio and do warm-up and pump up my tyres and came on as a guest with Karen. I didn't know that. No. I talk to Dave every day. There's a picture of him in my kitchen. No. I often ask advice and say hello. It's yeah. laminated because I'm a messy washer up. But I see him every day and I know I'm going to look at him. Well, he was a master, spot. wasn't he, at his, oh, at his craft? Yeah. Now, yep. his, his birthday is soon, the 22nd of Jan. That's correct, yeah. Which is Because it's my son's birthday, yeah. Oh, fair income. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. And then the 13th of, um, oh, sorry, the 13th anniversary of Dave's death is on the 24th of Jan. So a couple of days after his birthday. Yeah. I'm sure you remember that. I do. Day, I believe, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. look, you know, that's, that's, that is the reason why I invited you on today because I had such a special um, connection with Dave and Karen back in the day, still do with Karen. And so did you, and here you are now. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Look, he's a remarkable guy. I can um, people, oh, Karen knows this, of course, and a few comics. Um, he did this thing. Dave did this thing. My son was getting bullied at school. Yeah. Was early high school. Yeah. And after a real tough time. Yeah. And you know, you, as parents, you can only say so much. Sometimes they need to hear it from some someone else. You know. Absolutely. And he came over from the other side of town. And came over and he said, oh, what does he like? I said, oh, he likes some shits and stuff. So he comes here with like um, like a double, I think it was like even a video at the time, a thing on ships, and just came and, and spoke to him. And, you know, it, it just changed David's life. He was you know, different after that. My David. 
yeah. the state as well. Yeah. Just, he just did that. He just drove over and, and did that, you know. I think both. Beautiful, beautiful person, beautiful soul. He really is. But, yeah. you know, you you were really one of his best friends in the business. And oh, God, yeah. You, it was a two-way street, mate. Yeah, well, you just could be you around him. And he was always thinking of someone else. That was just him. It was never just about him. Wasn't you know, he? he was always thinking about people up and coming. I don't know. He was just like the daddy of it, you know. Well, he looked after everybody. Well, no, that's kind of the beauty of, of his role, wasn't it? Was that he was so substantial in the stand-up scene and everybody felt safe around him and he helped discover people, he helped people grow in the business and he was one person, like yourself, that's a stand-up ma- master. Yeah. Is that your little chihuahua in the background? That certainly is. Oh, we're both doggy people. He's three kilos, but we're not going to tell him that because he doesn't believe that he is. (laughs) Which one is it? Who is it? Who is it? Gomez. Gomez. Gomez Adam. All my dogs are named after characters out of the sitcoms or the comedy world. Gomez. Well, I mean, both you and I were dog addicts. Oh, God, yeah. Aren't we? I mean, we've always got one. Whenever without one. Oh, yeah, sleep with them and, yeah, there's always one nearby, isn't there? Same. I love them. Yeah, they keep us grounded and you can say stuff to them and they're not going to dob. That's it. And, <laughs> you know, they can change our day in a moment. Yeah, and, well, they read you. They definitely do. Yeah. Yeah, and he goes to the nursing home every Friday. Oh, fair income. Yeah, I just don't want to look after him. Then I go down and play the posies. No, that's not true. I go and visit my 95-year-old auntie every Friday. Well, you're so... And, you know, just probably many in any wheelchair and they just love it. You're so good like that. You are one of those people that quite easily goes and helps an elderly family member. You don't struggle like others do. Oh, no. Well, I've lost uh, mum and dad, you know, fairly recently. No, only nine months apart, and hmm. I put my auntie over to this side of town to be near mum, which didn't kind of work out. But it's kind of like having, you know, that that generation's still around, and I love the oldies. They're fantastic. They they're like kids. I love they say them. what's on their mind, and and there's just that honesty. Huh? Oh, and mate, they help create us and create the world we live in right now. So you know, you've oh, got to have some respect. It's incredible. I mean, you you learn stuff, and there's the wisdom, and you go through their back. Yeah, and do you get much material from the nursing homes? I actually don't. No, I don't. You don't get much? <laughs> no. I don't even really think about that, to be honest. Well, what about the dogs? Do you get much from what the dogs? That? Oh, from the dog. Oh, yeah, dogs are always good value. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. they just have it, but they write stuff for you. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I do get material out of the dogs. Um, now, what, I've got some written questions here for you. Um, there's a couple of surprise ones. I'll leave them till later. But, you know, what were you doing in the 90s? I, from what I understand, um, my research tells me that you were doing IMT while I was doing Julian Jones oh. Live on Channel 31. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, for um, two years, I think. Well, for as long as it lasted, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah that was pretty good. And you were writing for them, is that right? Yep, yep, and did like a few um, live spots. 
Yeah. On there? Yeah. No that was good. Did they? Work. Did um, they? No, my kids did a couple. Did they? Did you say skits or skits? Skits. Or did I? Yeah, skits. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, me and my kids did. Did a couple. Wow. Yep. Um, yep. And uh, one yeah. of your kids does stand up, is that correct? She did for a while. She's a, a celebrant now. She's You're baby. Yeah. And she was a My singer. My son turns 36 next week. Yeah, she can sing, yep. She was a singer, cool. then a stand-up, and now she's a celebrate. Yep. I love it. And when you yep. and when you, you can hear my dog in the background, she's walking around people. I have an English Staffordshire Terrier. She's now drinking water, so you'll hear that. Um, oh, yeah. We, we have a major thunderstorm out at my studio, so I had to move into a space where you're going to hear lots of different sounds, and I believe Christine is in a similar situation to me, so we're keeping it real here. Oh, yeah. Um, it's just like those apps to go to sleep, so don't go to sleep, everyone. It's yeah, imagine, imagine if you went to sleep in your armchair. That wouldn't be a first. I've been married 37 years. You have. Yeah. You have. And you um, have a stage name for your husband? Gary, that's correct. Gary, yeah. <laughs> Gary, that brings up a little bit of sick for you, I heard. Oh, my gosh, yes. yes. When you think about that 37 years, you get a bit of vomit in your mouth. I heard a gig you did at the ESPY. You poor love, you know, for him to make you throw up. (laughs) (laughs) Who's in the kitchen? Yeah, I don't Apparently he knows where that is. Okay. Yep, he's in there. Oh, so we won't talk too loudly. Okay, fantastic. Oh, that's all right. That's okay. So there's so many, there's a few veils in this conversation that I'm having with you. We had one with Jill Singer. I don't know if, did you know Jill Singer from Today Tonight? No, only from seeing her on TV, but no. Okay, and you knew Dave Grant. Oh, yeah. You and I also, wow, what an amazing time this was for me, getting a gig on One Size Fits All six female comedians that were doing skits. Oh, that's right. You were around makeup. Yeah, I forgot. I was absolutely... I was so elated when I got that gig. I was like, oh, are so you were we. for real? We were queuing. We were drawing straws down. Mate, you guys were awesome. Um, to have six leading writers that were actresses, I mean, it couldn't have got any better. But we did have a mutual friend on that show. And to me, she broke ground because I've never had a conversation with somebody about hair and makeup where I'm talking Linda Gibson here. Yeah, I figured you'd go and give her, yeah. I mean, what a woman, right? Yeah. Both of us have had oh. decades of experiences with her. She was phenomenal. Um, so we're having a production meeting one day and we're talking about hair and makeup and we're trying on wigs with her. Yep. And she went bald on air. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just so empowered by her empowerment. <laughs> oh, I owe I, 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 Linda so much. And I have kept her promise if she's listening, as we speak. Yeah. She said to never throw a cigarette butt on the ground. Yes. And I never have. I don't been. either. Well, I, I do to put them out and then I pick them up. Exactly. Sorry, yeah. did I just come out as a smoker? Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, well, Bob, me and you both, there you go. Oh, yeah, well. I've stopped, started him. Oh, I've got another chihuahua on in here now, and there's a phone ringing in the other room. Well, there you go. It's all happening. No, I love it. This is the Bowl is here now. Bowl is here. Who is it? 
Lola. Lola. He's my 40 year old chihuahua with a brain injury and some toes missing. Did you say she was 22? No, 14. Oh, 14. You know. I don't know where I got 22. But 22 yeah, way more exciting. Let's say she's 22. <laughs> <laughs> don't lick my face. We know it's all I go. Both. Um, and yeah. and who has the large testicles that are constantly banging in your face? Is that Gomez? Is that Gomez? <laughs> what, that he could carry parasilton in his bag? Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, he's actually, as you're saying that his bum is right in my face, because he gets very jealous of me talking to other people, and Lola's on my lap, so he's, you know, we're up the jealousy now. You can guarantee yeah. when you get on the phone they're going to get on you. Yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah, but now Lola's come up here. It's mate, and because we've got the rain and the storm is here now. Yeah. Oh, you've got and it so now. So shaking. Yeah. Yay. I might get um, Gary <laughs> to take Lola off my lap. Could you do it? Thank you. Thank you, because she's shaking, so he can give her a, a cuddle. Oh, I love now, it. Gomez is leaving the room. He's leaving the building. Off you go. He's out of here. Yep. Oh, so your dog, yep. your dog, clear. I'm dog queer for the moment. I'm just left with his binky, which is another dog that he is just seductively loves. Another story for another time. How many have you got? Three. Oh, it's a, it's a stuffed toy dog. Oh. <laughs> but he's, you know, he really, really likes it. Get out of town. <laughs> I love yeah, that. I know. Um, I've had lots of dogs, but, you know, just the two chihuahuas. Now, I had four dogs and two cats for a while, but. Wow. Down to the two chihuahuas. Two's a good number, though. It is, yeah. I mean, you used to have four, five? Four. Did you have five at one yeah, point? four dogs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, most dogs I've had at one point. I kept when I used to breed Cavalier King Charles. Yeah. Then there'd be a house full of cuteness. Right. Yeah. But I've just got the two chihuahuas now. And Gomez is a bit special. and Lola's a bit special. His but, face is a little crooked. We don't know why. It just kind of went that way. Hmm. He had a stroke. The bottom door doesn't line up. No, I didn't <laughs> he had a stroke. I don't know why I'm laughing at that, but he didn't. But they thought he might have neurological problems, but I don't think he has. I think he's just, you know. I did have a dog called Kevin who was a bit of a canine savant. He was so smart. He really was. Was he? And smelt like imported cheese. But he made a couple of films. No. A couple of shorts. He did, he did too. He saved the world by... Um, these robots would come and invade and he would fart at them and knock them over and he saved the world. Oh, and wow. he was ring commander, Kevin, who um, parachuted down into Normandy. And was that oh, did you hear the thunder then? Oh, there you go. Did you do, was this your film or was it a short film at a school? No, we just you used mean? to run it at gigs and stuff, yeah. Oh, God love you. Trevor Hoare at the time was involved and Peter Grace filmed it. These are names from the past, too, that you'll be familiar with. Yeah, totally. Gracie and Trevor Hall. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it was at um, Gracie's flat and Trevor Hall, who used to run the room at the Espy, Espy Comedy. Wow. He was working in the health food shop underneath. Wow. But came out of there and left my very young daughter in charge of the health food shop. And she was serving people. I think she knows what she was doing. Knew what she was doing. You're there you go. Kidding. We made a couple of films. You're kidding. With Kev. That's what I love true, about true. But that's what I love about comedy, right? Is all these different hats that you can put on. Once you once you start to get some traction, there's quite a lot of opportunity for you to do diverse, creative things. Yeah, God, yes, certainly. It's, you know, it's 
take me into radio. It took me to England. I've been all of Australia on it. Just fantastic. And the people you meet and the friends you make, like like us, for instance, I have yep. still many friends 30 years on mm-hmm. that I just would not have met, you know, and just hanging around with the school mums who incidentally <laughs> loved me. <laughs> Look, and some of the school mums are bloody awesome, right? We've got to admit Oh, some are great. Some are great. Some are great, but I don't know. I think they thought they'd end up in a routine if they talked to me. Yeah. And they were right. I was going to say. Occasionally, yes. I love it. Hmm. But that's what I love about what you do. I mean, that's and that's like, even as your makeup artist, and I'm around you for seven hours, eight hours, ten hours a day, you know, and then we untie you, you and you go, <laughs> and you watch. Then we untie you and you go. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty much like that, though. Sometimes, oh, you know it, you everyone. Remember, at upfront, the queues they'd, they'd have for upfront comedy. They would have up, yes, you know, three or four makeup artists employed. Yeah. And do you remember the queue waiting at your line? <laughs> no, I might have been oblivious to it. I. Th- I remember the queue when we were doing one size fits all, but I didn't. But now that you bring it up, I'm actually having flashbacks of queues at the back yep. at the back of the town hall. Yeah, is that's that right? right. Okay. That's correct. Everyone wanted Julian to do that maker. But I would have put that down to that. I've worked with so many of those artists over the years. Like you look at someone like. Um, Joe Stanley and um, Jody Hill, um, Linda Gibson, yourself. I mean, they're just people I worked with so often, like so regularly. Like I would do Joe Stanley for her billboards for Fox FM and yourself, yeah? We did some billboards. You might just have to take the compliment that oh, we just wanted to be around, darling. You might just have to take that compliment. Oh, thank you. But I, I did love doing you girls in particular for your billboards. Now, I di- I'm pretty sure I did your Fox FM billboard. Possibly. I, I don't know. If you if you were there and there was a choice, we were with you. <laughs> okay, so that, so that photo that I sent you that I want to use to promote this, was yep. that a Fox FM photo or was that when you paid everybody out of your own money to do? I, I, I have no idea okay. when it was from. Okay. Look, a while ago, I probably need a freshie. So well, we'll do one. Might have to. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good idea. Ring James. Well, I'm sixty this year, so work your magic. Yeah, ring. I know. I can't believe it. When you said sixty the other day, I was, I nearly fell over. I couldn't believe it. But you so sure? we've got I'm to get. I'm not with my bad leg up, so that's a bit of a hint that it might be true. Oh, darling, you need to rub your leg down. Oh no, I've just got a bit of arthritis, but you know, oh, I'm not going to be one of those old people who. Sort about their experience with Bunnings and Spotlight and what's a current affair. I'm not that old, but I do have a bung knee. So. Hey, 60's pretty valid age of, you know, having a moan here and there, seriously. Yeah, yeah, why not? Still uh, good. That's, that's the worst of it. Well, mate, so long as there's a remedy to get it fixed, and I'm sure you've got your own remedies, and we can talk about those off-air. Remedies, recipes, take a picture. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So cute. I have a um a I have a cola here with ice people, so it is really hot. So I am drinking it. Sorry about the ice cubes in the background. Oh, that's all right. That mm. sounds very cocktail. Oh, it's not the a cocktail. Same with Lola. She was a showgirl. Oh, it's not a cocktail. No, 
unfortunately. I've, I have had a, a cocktail. Grown-up drink. Oh, I had even more grown-up. <laughs> it's just a dull Coke because I didn't want to be tipsy on air oh, no. with you. Man, I've got a cup of tea. But the, I did use two tea bags of Dulma extra strength, so... Oh, good you on know, you. Got to let loose. How many upfront shows did you end up doing? Because, I mean, I did... I was, got into the teens, I think. So I think I went past ten. I think I did about seven with you. I think I did about seven. And I, as a makeup artist, yeah, I'm doing pretty girls all the time and front covers of magazines and bloody blah, blah, and blah. <laughs> and then I meet you girls. <laughs> yeah, well, we've got to change it up, make your work. Uh, it was. But we all look like we belong in a magazine when you're finished with it. Oh, it was not hard, you know. Mm. I mean, all of you had something to work with, so it wasn't too hard for me. I was excited. It was so exciting. And to see. I remember I saw Finn once you um, sort of um, make up in the cleavage book. I did. I nice. do. I know. You do yeah. do that if you if you've got like lower a lower top. We've got to we've got to show your sporty side. Yeah. Show some muscle in between your I breasts. I did used to have muscles. I did, yeah, back then. And you did have muscle between your yeah. breasts back then. So, yes, I did. Yeah. We both did. <laughs> How did we get here? <laughs> we both did. Yep. We, yeah, gone in the days. Yeah, slumber parties, swapping bras. We've done it all. Love it. Well, I'm 52. You're 60. When the audience now know our age, we we have no shame attached to it. But that's the beauty. No. Of, but that's the beauty of working in the arts. Yeah. The older you get. Oh, look! This industry. I mean, it allows you to, you know, be that child. You know. Yeah. That's that's what I loved about it. You don't have to lose that thing of imagination and adventure and, and mischief and you know, sort of not doing what you're told. Yeah. Like stand up to me is kind of like um, the street lights that come on and your mum's calling out. You know, dinner's ready and you're just on your bike and just go in the other direction. Love you. It sort of feels like that a little bit. That easy. And I never want to lose it. You know, never want to lose that. I think that's the trouble. People fall into that trap because it can still be like that. That's totally. fun. Totally. Yeah. I mean... And then they'd give you money. I mean, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> Exactly. How good is that? Exactly, babe. I know. Uh, being paid to do art is, wow. It's pretty astounding, isn't it? It's pretty... Um... Yeah, but what are you doing now? You're, you're breeding dogs. Oh, yeah. Right? I, I do breed dogs. I do... So I've been... Uh, I have my licence, my breeding licence, and I trained as a dog behavioralist. So I That's can... what I thought. You got a degree in, you know, lift your leg to work. You got a degree paper yeah two, two you know all about dogs yeah two. i think well uh, you do uh, actually having a um certificate of compliance or a license you could say with dogs victoria is considered as a um an education as a certified something it's a certified breeder and then the behavioralist is also a certified um qualification so when you register with the, comp- the council they see both as Certifications, so I've got two. See, that's great, you're, like, you're qualified, qualified with that education, and you've got your natural like affinity to- with them. Totally. Mm. Yeah. I did four years at the RSPCA when I was fourteen till I was seventeen as a vet nurse assistant. I didn't know that. Mm. And my grandparents bred kelpies on a farm, and they didn't breed a lot. 
I don't breed a lot. So I've been breeding for 15 years and I've had six litters in 15 years. So oh, yeah. I'm, I'm really no, just... You're not in it for the money. You're in it for the love. I just love it. You've got puppies now, yeah? I've got four puppies. <laughs> so I've got four puppies and five big dogs and I built an indoor-outdoor kennel for them and uh, slash studio <laughs> and with a split aircon and um, exterior runs and a pool. What a great environment we're in But don't mention tennis ball Because I'll lose concentration Yeah I never introduce that to my dogs Because it'll just bring on early arthritis If you play tennis ball too much <laughs> you, uh, What's the character in um, SNL Oh goodness me She always brings bad news Oh do you know her? Oh I don't know No I don't Debbie. Oh yes I do I do Debbie. I do know I can see the actress doing it now, yeah. Debbie Downer. Is Debbie it? Downer, if yeah. you're, if you're going, <laughs> if you're going to talk to me about dogs, you may as well bring me in as Debbie Downer because as soon as people start playing with dogs and they're laughing, I'm like, do you know if you're laughing, it means you probably shouldn't be doing that. They'll look at me like, Are you crazy. We're just patting a dog, and I'm like, yeah, you're working it up. You're getting it too excited. It's going to bite. Oh, yeah, yeah, there is danger of that. Now, mine can't even get a tennis ball. Uh, enough, so. so, look, I do have traits of Debbie Downer when it comes to <laughs> I thought we shouldn't have a tennis ball for our dogs. Um, you can have a tennis ball for your dogs, but it should just be like, you know, a few minutes of playtime. Yeah. Yeah, let's like go to the park and this is when we play. Yeah, but some people do it for 10 minutes non-stop every single day or 20 minutes non-stop every single day. And because of the way they skid, jump, catch it, you know, all those all those motions are putting too much strain on their joints. So, oh, there you go. yeah, if you do it too much, you're going to bring on early onset arthritis. Mm-hmm. Well, mine just sit on my lap and he brings his um, toys that he has and affection for that you know it sometimes makes me a little uncomfortable but, you know. <laughs> especially the one that's like a, a a fox thing that plays tunes a little a little plush toy fox which is a for a baby's crib i think <laughs> and it makes music when you press his ears yeah and he always presses the ear that makes the music not the one that makes the, funnily enough the sound of rain and a heartbeat oh. he presses the music one and then does his kind of weird look and lip its face and, you know, I think, yeah, I love him very much, but that makes me a little uncomfortable. He really likes this box. Oh, and you don't get, it doesn't annoy you? You don't get sick of hearing it? No, no. Okay. No, it's well, sort of soothing for babies. It might help me. No. Just the way he looks at it sometimes. He really loves it. It's like his buddy, you know? I can't think of anything worse than squeaky toys for dogs. That That's not a squeaky thing. It's, uh, oh, yeah, those ones, yeah. <sighs> Yeah. Anyway, with um, five dogs, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, I can't do that with five dogs because you'll you'll create a fight if you have a squeaky toy with five dogs. You just will. Um, oh, of course. Yeah, you, you would, will. You would. When you're on Halifax, FP. Yes. How did you know that? Um, yeah. I research things, right? You certainly do. Yeah, it was um, filmed at the last laugh. Were you a writer or an actress on that? That's the thing. No, it's, the thing is, it sounds like I've done acting, but truth be told, it was me doing stand-up on the stage at the last laugh, <sighs> and there just happened to be my 
Chapman is there. So. Well, good. I love it. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I, it wasn't really acting. Yeah, but I mean, look, lots of people appear on in um, dramas as themselves, but it didn't. It didn't specify when I looked. I, I looked deeply into it, trying to get the answer myself. And I'm thinking, I can't answer this question for myself. I'm going to have to ask her. And here you yeah, are. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. Right. Uh, and what about? It wasn't a stretch, really, was it? So. But totally full frontal was a different mm-hmm. was a different kettle of fish because you actually did write for them. Oh, you sketch writing, yep. And um, yeah, that was a short term mm-hmm. and um, skit house. I wrote on. That's too. right. Yeah. I didn't work on so Skid Outs. Good. I didn't work with you on those things. I missed you there, mate. Well, yeah, that's fine. We did heaps of other stuff anyway. Yeah, we've, we've done lots of stuff. And, yeah, I'm going to come up and see you sometime. That's what I need to get off you after this, your address. I actually can't wait. I'll give it to you now. Um, no, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great idea. Can no, I'll give mine. Thanks, can mate. you imagine? <laughs> Anyway. Yeah, go on, do it. No, don't do it. So then we, so we always go back to with you the stand-up circuit because you never expired. You just didn't expire on I'm, stage. You're I'm, still going. Sort of went on hold. I've did um, I've done coaching and that since then, which I love and and write for comics. And the coaching thing's been great because they do it over like four days. Wow. People who may not have even thought of doing stand-up, they might just do it. And that's at the Rubber Chicken that yeah. they run that week and do a course. Yeah. And often with um, with Brad Oaks and, and various other people come through and the alumni, they'll come through and do a spot. But it's really quite emotional because they achieve so much, like, in four days. That's the thing. They've gone, I know, and it's just wonderful and I get a bit teary, you know. <laughs> I don't, weird, but. I don't know if you know, if you ever watched Hey Dad, but my girlfriend, Simone Buchanan, she's an actress on, was I? Oh, yes, yes, I know who you mean, yep, yep. And she tra- uh, teaches young, or, you know, adolescents and teenagers and kids how to act for TV and film. And she says it's the same thing, it's that endearing, you've got protégés, you're the matriarch for a moment, in that moment. And it's pretty special when you see them up there delivering. Uh, and, it is. And it, it's laughs. a great thing. Yeah. They really work hard, you know. Yeah. And the friends and family come and yeah. and they go on and, you know, if they want to. And if not, they've got something from it, just from public speaking or yep. just something they've wanted to do. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. There's plenty of 50 and 60-year-olds that probably do that course, I reckon, or could do with doing that course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Who's yeah, it with? yeah. And I caught yeah. up with a, a friend from the past doing it too, which was great. So, and then you're seeing comics that downstairs, and yeah, friends from the been... past doing your course. Yeah, I, love I know. It. I love it. I know. <laughs> yeah, just, they've, they've gone away and they're getting back into it. Aww. So that's just been like the best, you know. I was going to say that is pretty cool. Yeah, I wear my heart on my sleeve <laughs> a bit like you. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah, we do. I cut you off, hun. What did you say? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, I, I sort of like wear my heart on my sleeve like you, so I go, oh, quite a bit. Um, yeah. Well, I don't think that's a bad thing, do you? It's not a bad thing. It's a lovely thing. Yeah. So then this is the other crazy thing that tripped me out, okay, because mm. I had a girlfriend called Jane that was a girlfriend of mine from a very young age, 18 years of age. 
and uh, we'd work quite closely together and we ended up working on Spicks and Specs together too, right? Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. And you just so happened to tour with her husband, David, friendy friend. Oh, Janie, yeah, yeah. Oh, Puppetry of the Penis, yeah. Uh, for me, that's... <laughs> there's some, ah, small it world. kind of blew me away because mm. what a couple... Beautiful, yeah. beautiful people. And Teddy, beautiful boy. And here they are, <laughs> doing gigs about their penis. And Janie, I think, did you do the American tour? No, no. Okay. But I've seen this whole country because of it. That's right. Mm-hmm. I, and I identify any of that cast from a lineup. I don't think you know this, but um, Janie told me that they were recasting... <laughs> I think I can't remember whether she invited me on to audition or I invited myself to an audition. I can't remember. It was such a long time ago. But she was like, you should, you should. Come do it, come do it. I said, I can't really because one of my <laughs> girlfriends is doing stand-up for you. So <laughs> I don't want her to see oh. my, my penis <laughs> every day. Like I didn't stare at you in those beautiful cut jeans when mm. you were doing makeup. Yeah. And you caught me out and said, you're just... And I said, yeah, I am. <laughs> I, did ca- I did catch you out, but, you know... I know, I remember it well. And I just go, yeah, that's true, I was. <laughs> oh. Well, and they were, um, they were particularly... They were designer jeans, and they, I was very yeah. fit back then. And yeah. um, they did hug all the right places, because... They know. certainly did. <laughs> so, and I was wearing those jeans when I was having this conversation with Janie. And uh, I couldn't do it because also I knew... I can see your dilemma. <sighs> I, I did contemplate it. What an opportunity. Unbelievable opportunity and such a great team, you, her, Oh, yeah. I mean, well, yeah, they're, they're working and then you don't see that. You know, they work They work bloody hard. I know. You know? But yeah. not hard to work with. Like I guess... It, well... It's like yeah, a lot of comedy not. shows though, right, that we worked on, the skit shows. There's... It's like you're having a party while you're working sometimes. It's insane. Like, mm. we're very lucky to have that environment in the comedy scene anyway. Oh, incredibly lucky. And, yeah, one of the puppeteers, Daniel, Louis, I mean, they're, they've all been great. But he's a standout and I just, just love him. He's an incredible person and he, they've been into advertising. And I know. He's, just, he's just a gorgeous, gorgeous man. It's and again, like to see the whole country just because, you know, because of that, you know, it was, it was great. I loved it. Totally. I remember when Bev Killick did the female version. Yeah, she was using her boobs. Is that right? Did yes, you, that's did right. you do that? No, I could have done that, and my boobs could have done it, and I could have stayed home. That's how bad they are. Oh, well, poor Bev. I said it's a bit feral for me, Bev. I can't cope. And we had a <laughs> we had a private party. Oh, Bev, yeah, she's got a good. I know, and I don't oppose. Um, I'm actually. Did I just say bus? I am sixty. I just said bus. What did you say? I said she's got a good bus. I mean, bus. Yeah, that's okay. Is an old-fashioned word, isn't it? No, that's not an old-fashioned word. A good performer and throw everything into it. You know, she is. She's a great performer. Yeah. And for those that don't know, she's on that Mars ad, and she's standing there naked while her son is sketching her. Just to put it in perspective for you. But, you yep. know, I said she's um, good friends with one of my good friends 
And I said, <laughs> my good friends, it's all a bit much to me. I can't stand, I can't handle the boobs in my face thing. And we had a private party once and Bev put on a private show for me. It was really great. There's a gay guy there <laughs> and she's putting yeah. on a private boob show. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, I just wasn't clear whether you took that next step and went that level or not with Bev. No, I'm, I'm a bit shy. Mm. I hear in you, In some sister. respect, you yeah. know? Yeah, extrovert, introvert, you know? Yeah. Me too. Well, I yeah, hear you. No, but what and, I know, like, and she's a great former bit. She is. Yeah, she gets it every time, I tell you. Yep. But, you know, you're, yep. not, you're not that far behind, mate, let me tell you. In fact, <laughs> you might even be ahead because, you know, today I made a very special phone call to a woman called Karen Livingston. Uh, yes. All right. <clears throat> and I just wanted to get a few insightful visions of you with her. her I, I keep going to say husband, but it was never her husband. Dave Grant was never... Um, I'm losing my mind. Oh, no, what they had, you don't need a piece of paper. But yeah. they, they had a bond, you know, I've got a piece of paper. And, Correct. You know, I'm going to write the shopping on it. And if I lose it, I don't care. So yeah. what, Karen, what Karen was saying to me was, this is a question from her. I, I said, can you please just give me something to talk to Christine about? Because I've got heaps of stuff, but I want something kind of different. And she said, yeah, ask Christine... What happened in the caravan on that long tour? <laughs> I know it's Malakuta. I know exactly what she means. Malakuta. Yes, Malakuta. Dave Grant and I. I, I uh, we didn't go up together. Yeah. But I met him there, and um, the accommodation was I got a room, mm. and he was to get a caravan. Right. Right, and he went to the caravan, and people had done some. Oh, I don't know, like. Jeffrey Dahmer exploded in there. It was just, there was, uh, you know, what? get the forensic team out. There was just, there was poopies. They just totally had you know, trashed this caravan. So he knocked on my door and said, can I stay in your room? I said, sure, I don't have a problem with that. Not at all. Yeah. And and Gary, who's, you know, um, well, you know, he doesn't often say funny things. He's a bit of a deep thinker, but doesn't say a lot of funny things. Yeah. I said, look, I'll just I'll just ring Gary and let him know what's going on. You know, it's fine by me because there's only one bet. You know, and sure, I'd had the fantasy. No, that's not true. Um, but <laughs> there was just the one one bet, and I said, look, I'll just ring him and let him know. And um, and I said, so you're all right with that answer, Gary? And <laughs> my husband said. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'll just I'll just see if Karen's all right with it. I'll ask her. Karen, are you all right? I thought that was very funny. <laughs> that was very very funny. That I'll is, play that one. That is. Very I haven't said anything funny since, but you know that's pretty funny. No, that is very funny. It is, isn't it? And, and I remember. And you didn't, I remember you didn't create I, it. No, no. <laughs> I have to give him credit for that. Yeah. But you know, yeah, try to do it all the time. Oh, sorry, I'm oh, yelling too. Sorry. Okay. But um, he um, Dave Grant woke up. <laughs> he said that he had a dream that he'd oh, no. gone to sleep with gone to bed with Sharon Stone. And I said, look, that was my fault, darling. I went to bed with my makeup on, you know. <laughs> we were just mucking around. It was, yeah, it was great. He was just, just a sweetest, sweetest man. Well, Talented is, and sweet. This is the thing, because, I mean, I did hear 
quite so many beautiful things about you and not only that you know you were Dave was one of my best friends was living with Dave and Karen bizarre so I yeah. always in ran, Carlton yeah mm. Virginia Dempsey yep so I was yep. constantly running into you and him and Karen and, and hearing all these fantastic stories but one of Probably one of the things that stuck with me the most, and Karen would agree, is Dave always said you were one of the best female comedians ever. And oh, he, that's a, And he yeah. always wanted you to go with him because you were one of the best female comedians in Australia. Oh, what a darling. I didn't know that. And, and yeah, I did actually one of the sort of last regional tours with him. And we stopped at um, Nagambi, and my sister Karen went too, mm. which was great, you know, because yeah. she got along with him uh, really well too. If you didn't like Dave, there was something wrong with her. That's my opinion. <laughs> yeah. You couldn't get along with Dave Grant. There's something wrong with you. Yeah. Anyway, and we stopped on on the way home. We stopped at Nagambi and went into this little second-hand shop, and he'd bought this book on prospecting. Yeah. And when he got Gosh. back, um, yeah, yeah, he did. Just <laughs> an old book, yeah, and he took it. Home and he told um, Spence, his son, he told him that um, a, an old miner had given it to him and he just had this backstory. For this, this little back. It was just it was just one of the most beautiful things, you know, that's, that's movie stuff and it was real, you know. Just a caring, caring man and, and I and everybody else who knew him, you just, just, just miss him, you know. Miss him just so much. Miss yeah. him so much. I think... For me, one of the surprising thing was, you know, he was he was really one of the. I, I'm, I, I hope I'm not out of line saying this to other stand-up comedians, but I, I saw him as one of the leaders of stand-up comic itself, yeah. as, a, as opposed to all the other stand-up comics that I work with that had writing jobs and hosting jobs and, you know, guest roles on on a lot of the talk shows. Oh, absolutely. And people forget he was also helping other people along the way. Correct. And organising rooms. And to do both yeah. is incredible. I mean, you've got to have, you know, the two hats on. Yeah. And to do them both so well. And, mm. be, and it's because of his nature being considerate of everybody. It was never about him. I know I'm repeating myself. But no. That's a standout thing. And it was genuine, you know. I don't think you can repeat yourself enough when you say those kind of phrases about somebody really can you if he was that kind of person he's that kind of person and that if you're repeating yourself he was definitely that kind of person all the time yeah yeah that's what comes into your head when you think of him because that's him you know? he was pretty gen- um, genuine oh yeah he was a yeah, shit house cleaner word, yeah. he was shit at housekeeping though i got to say <laughs> he wasn't great at that but yeah wow well. he was good at everything else yeah yeah he certainly certainly was he certainly was um, so yeah, so that's a that's a big deal on um, on the on the twenty fourth of Jan. It's not that, yes, it f- is. that long ago. So that, it's not long to go. That's the thirteenth anniversary for Dave Grant. For those who were Dave Grant's um, supporters, thirteen years now we haven't had him, and here you are. You're still going, and that was like losing a right arm. Yeah, I guess in a way because you two really did do that stand up circuit kind of. Oh, look, I don't think I could have without someone like that, Yeah, you know, in your corner, really. What happened when he went? Like, how did you manage 
without oh. having like I guess he's like your brother in the scene, yeah. Yeah, you just sort of don't want to believe it, you know. Did you did you find it easy to continue? Like, did you have to take a break, or it didn't really affect your performing? As no, that? there's just yeah. There's, well, there's, there's just clearly something missing, and you know it's not going to be there, and you, and you're just always looking for mm. him yeah. around. Yeah. But I don't like I said he's he's in my kitchen and I love to see his smiling face in that picture all the time and I ask him stuff you know is, is that relevant to me you know because I feel he's around I just do I love it I feel him around I can, I can hear it through Karen when I speak to Karen I can yes I can see it in his children you know yeah so he's still here that's yeah, isn't it freaky seeing he's still here you know? it's pretty freaky seeing it in the kids. Madeline. Yeah, yeah, I guess, but and kind of good too, you know. Yeah. Oh no, it's, know, to- it's totally good. It's going to go through into them, and and it will continue, and they'll take on his values, and totally. And that's how it goes on. It's totally good. What to we're here for to see know? it, but it, it sort of reminds you that oh, he's not here. That's what I mean. You know, it's, it's yeah, true. It freaks true. me out seeing it on somebody else's face. That looks like their dad. Yes, yes. Yeah. I was Karen here yeah, when I was speaking to Karen recently. Yeah. And she sent photos through, you know, we were sending photos of like each other's kids. Oh, she's doing this he's doing that. And yeah, you can just see it. See yeah. it there. Yeah. Well we'll move we'll move on from that topic, Dave yeah. Grant. But what a what a topic for us to have, you know. It's important to you and I to have that conversation. Yeah. Listen to me. Yeah. So so, um, Vale Dave Grant, how is it doing stand-up in 2023? Because, like, even as a um, representative of the LGBTQI community, I can see so many changes socially that happened from, like, say, 1990 to now about you being able to say certain things on stage, you being able to say certain things in skits, it changed. Well, there it's is some things that I actually wouldn't say anyway, but I don't know whether it's got to do with so much as uh, how the world is now. As a person yourself, you change and your values change and how you look at things. Because yeah. over 30 years, you become, you know, there are changes of how you think. You, you live and you learn, you know. Yeah. But I haven't, I personally haven't changed anything too much because I just go with inherently what I think is funny and like just, to stick to my guns, you know. Yeah. Otherwise, to an extent, you can be not being yourself anymore and doing what you think is funny and trying to please people. But I've never been into sort of racist, sexist kind of stuff anyway. It's not, no way. not what I like to do. Yeah. So no. I don't see a huge problem in it. And the benefits that these things have come forward are for people who were doing that. Yeah. That's good. It makes you stop and think and be more considerate. So there's, you know, that's a good thing too. Yeah. Totally. Hugely, personally, I don't see a huge difference for myself. But see, when I watch some films, I think, "How did that? How are we airing that today?" Like some of the things oh. that they're saying and doing, and I'm like, "Wow, how's that even on?" And I yeah, this one listening, yeah, exactly. And I yeah. and and because some of those changes are so great, like when you see it on on your TV in your lounge room now. And you can hear, say, homophobia. 
you think, oh. oh, my God, you just can't do that anymore. I'm surprised that show's even on. I just thought it might have impacted you guys a lot heavier than, than you just mentioned. There you go. But it didn't. Yeah. Well, it hasn't no, because you're not, a good person through and through. Not terribly because, you know, I, I just see people for who they are. Right? People well, hurting each other. I think it's great that, that the world's diverse and there's differences. You know? That's not a bad thing. So I've, I've been raised that way, so yeah, I'm lucky anyway. But as I said, the fact that it's all, you know, people are talking about it, that, that is a good thing because it did rid some of, some of the rubbish that was out there and what people were getting away with. Yeah, totally. That just has come through because it's just not on, you know? Yeah. No, so it definitely... Good. But like you said, you do see some things coming on today, and I'm like, you're not thinking, yeah, come on, because yeah. it's not something from, like, the 70s or something. It's something recent, and you think, hey, hang on. <laughs> I know. How did that slip through? Yeah. I know. Yeah, I, get... I think sometimes if the story is is kind of about the, the that behavior they kind of sometimes show it show the behavior so they can show set the example later in the movie or in the series or whatever they're doing that's one way around it yes yeah that that's acceptable sometimes it's just there and there's no mm, there's no there's no reason yeah. away with yeah I know, but again scary. now there's a fuller awareness people are going to be picking up on that so that's good yeah you know people are saying hang on how did that get through so where they would not have. <clears throat> yeah, those receptionists at Channel mm. 7, ABC, Channel 9, <laughs> taking all those phone calls from people, complaining. Oh, look, I'm guilty of that one. Um, I remember when IMT was finished. Mm. And what? I was, what was that? When, when I'm, I'm sort of guilty of that, which may not have been acceptable for TV because I think it had um, something to do with um, Diana at the time. Perhaps. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and, and of course, this stand-up is looked at and then be edited and you can and can't, and wow. which is good. But they just said, I'll just go for it. It's the last night. All the show. Stand <laughs> up like I wouldn't have problem. So did it go to air or did it? It did. It did. And, then, and yeah, they said you can run around the front and see how many calls come through if you like. And? Yeah, quite a few. Anyway. <laughs> I used to love hanging out with the girls out the front sometimes and you just, the phone was hot, you know. Someone had said something, and it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. and sometimes it wasn't really that bad, but because of their beliefs and the way they were raised, and da, da, da. oh, some people ring up, yeah, mm. I think they're just a little bored, and yeah. I'm going to go through a list here that I. This is just from your agency, your booking agent, I think it was, David Strassman. Oh, David Strassman. Oh, did yeah. you work with David? Tour- yeah, touring? frequently. Yeah. yeah, quite a lot. So, for people that don't know, he's the ventriloquist artist. He does his own stand-up, yeah, or did, but he also is a ventriloquist artist. Yes, very, very good. With yeah, Jack, very poly. Jack Wood and Teddy Bear, just to paint the picture yeah, for Chuck people. Wood. Chuck, Chuck Wood. Wood. Is it Chuck Wood? Mm. Oh, That's right. It'll yep. be Chuck Wood, you'd know. Now, is it Greg Poop, Proops or Greg Props? Oh, Greg Proops. Oh, God, yeah. Greg yeah, Proops. Proops, yeah. It is. Yeah, the guy with the glasses and did a lot of, um, uh, I can't even think of the term for that when, is when he, did he have little freestyling things that I can't think of the word. Do you I have, don't know why, but. 
Hmm? Was he very monotone? Is that him? I'm sorry, my my, I'm not. Um, who Greg Proops? Yeah. Um. Or was that Jonathan oh, and Dylan? No, that's someone else. That's Elliot. Is it Elliot? Oh, that's Elliot. Elliot Goblet. Yeah, I've worked with Jack a lot. Jack yes. is sweetheart. Jack Levi. I adore Jack Levi. Oh, really? Yes, I do. Yeah. On a personal level, he's a, he's, a, he's a good guy. And how much work did you do with him? I've done a few tours with him and worked with him over the years. And go to he does the best um, comic luncheons where they all get together. Oh, they're and my favourite. Yeah, yeah, they're great. That's, I love it. Heart of gold, Jack. Heart of gold. Oh, cute. And that's when you can have a drink with them. Sit yeah. down and relax and have a great time and reminisce. Yep. And you may have um, some of the you know, older comics and um, and these act friends and people from the business. And, and he has like new, a, a new and up and coming comic will come and they're introduced to it. Mm. And people like, like Vizard and Shane Bourne. And Wilbur Wilde, or I'm trying to think of regulars. There is more, and I'd apologise if I've forgotten anybody's name. But just a wonderful group, and it changes, you know. Yeah. The people change who, who who go every year, and just love it. Just oh, love I it. And I get quite scared at like social things, I'm, you know, a bit shy as I said. But they're always enjoyable because Jack wants to get people together and keep that going, you know. You have so to, it's a good thing. You have to keep reminding me that you're shy. <laughs> because I just I know. I've never seen her. I believe Not you. with you. I Not be- with you. Yeah, well, Your I, family don't. I love it. <laughs> but I do and I do believe you because I'm shy too in certain situations. We can talk quite easily where you know Yeah. Yeah, it's but easy like to talk. Dinner but, party or something, you know. But, yeah. Oh, after and people have always been good punters and that and they talk to you. Mm-hmm. After a show, but it would be very common for me to just go straight to a green room mm. and then wait till the crowd is gone and then leave. Mm. And then, you know, usually they've got lovely things to say, and that I just kind of get a bit shy about that. But yet on stage, what a mouth. <laughs> I know, right. But listen, <laughs> I do remember. I definitely remember us having a few good after parties at Upfront, though. That was one. Oh, yeah. That was one place. It'd be Bobby Franklin and Jim Owen, and it would. Just, yep. Everyone would be laughing and having a great time and reminiscing. Yeah, you're and unwinding, and, and you're with people who kind of who were close to us in that environment. You knew very them, close. Yeah, yes. you knew them very well, so it's quite easy to have fun in those environments. Yes. Um, yes. Did you ever work on Jim Owen? No, you no, I didn't. Yeah. Big fan, big fan of the show. I worked on it a, a, a lot. Huge, did you? A yes. huge Bob Franklin fan. Oh, I me did. too. Are you kidding? I love him. He's, he's, a, a, he's like what a, a, he's, a, he's such a, a smoocher. He's so he smoochy. Is. He is. Um, there's a lot of good people around that. Oh, I, I'm just so many. Rachel Griffiths was on Jamoan back in the day. You com, um, comedic actress. Did you, you girls, honestly... Comedic actresses in Australia, you look at yourself and Julia Morris and Rachel Griffiths and... Oh, Rachel Berger, Rachel Griffiths. Rachel, Rachel. Berger, there's so many. And I haven't seen Rachel for a long I did ring her not that long ago and she's just the same and just she's great to hear her voice. And she loves... Living on a, a re- farm. 
Yeah. Oh, good on her. Her and I oh. always got on well. That's why I'm on a farm. She's on a farm. And she always yeah. wore minimal makeup but loved her red lipstick. Just a beautiful, beautiful person to make up. I don't doubt it. Mm. She's, she's a good soul. Very, very talented. She was excited. Last time I spoke to her, she was very excited about a chainsaw she bought. You know. Was it electric? <laughs> it really was. Was it electric or was it like how recent? Oh, it could have been, but just the excitement in her voice, you know. I get it, though. <laughs> I get it. I totally Yeah, get I've lived it. on a farm too, and, and, and that's a great experience. You know, I've lived on a farm from 15 to 19. I think a I square knew. mile property run entirely by by women. Yeah. What? Yeah. I didn't yeah, it was that. from a very old fashioned concept. Yeah, you do. You do know this conversation uh, because we <gasps> share that experience of horse riding. riding a horse. <laughs> yes, naked. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought, oh my god, I knew we had something in common. You know, for anyone, if you want to do something and you want to do a bit of a bucket list. Yeah. You know, do a naked horse ride. Naked horse riding. At the very least, wear a pair of shorts and go horse riding <laughs> without without a saddle, without a bridle, just a piece. Well they can do that G version if they like. <laughs> yeah, they can if they want to. Did you I can't remember, did you used to use rope or the mane of the horse? No, the mane, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Went and, and got the house now. Yeah. Yeah. How easy was it though? Like I know. It was so but easy. But that connection with an animal, people think, oh, it's like a sexy. No, it isn't. It's the, just the connection of it is. an animal and a person. Remember we talked about it? We did. Probably for a long time. No, yeah. I do remember because I, I then said to you, I remember that because my horse used to um, st- stop and throw me off. <laughs> but he would, he would then come back around and pick me up. Aww. And usually if he was stopping and throwing me off, there'd be a snake. Or a fence or something in the way, <laughs> you know. They're pretty smart. People say they're not, but they bloody are. They're smart. smart. Those and them and dogs, I tell you. Um, I'm just trying to think of some of the people that were on Jamoan because there was a couple of gorgeous girls. That, oh, and the only reason why I can't think of their names is because um, I'm live on air. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking it up. So I'm <laughs> looking it up and they're going to kill me for forgetting their names. I know that I'm the same. I forget things like that and I can see the face and I just can't what is the name. Yeah, it's mm. only because I've got a bit of stage fright because you don't want to, like, embarrass yourself and there you are doing it. <laughs> here we go, here we go, here we go. I'm just going down the list of um, the crew on that. You know, we're coming to an end, hun, you know. We've done really well. Are you kidding? We haven't done bad gigs, good gigs, interesting gigs. I know. I have done everything from you know, a primary school to a prison, but we can talk about that another <laughs> oh, time. That's, that's true. Fair income. Yeah. I love yeah. Some, of, some of my best friends have done gigs in prisons. Mm. It's pretty cool. Okay, so I met Brian. From their cell. No, they just have yeah, performed it. Yeah, it's good fun. It is good fun. And it's fair, yep. in, it's fair income, right? Of course, so, you don't use the same team for the primary school and the prison. <laughs> no, of course not. Of course not. <laughs> Here are some of the cast for you, right? So, Jamon, Bob Franklin, Brian Nankervis. Mm. Oh, lovely. Glenn yep. Robbins. Oh, Glenn. Dana, yeah. Dana Reed, Sarah Woods, Michael Veach. I'm going down, down, down. So, I remember Stacey, what a lineup. Stacey Taylor and Tamara Cook. I remember them. 
Rachel Griffiths, and they were great girls, by the way. I'm just oh. trying to find this one girl that just, she's a mate of mine. And no, nah, it's all right. We'll get her on the show one day and I'll tell everyone that she was the reason, she was the girl that I had the mental block on. Anyway, so that didn't go well. So now, where are we at? <laughs> So you know what I did? This was kind of like an accident, yeah. I did a, mm. um, I did. I was researching the the lo- uh, lifespan of a dog, and certain breeds breeds of dogs. And yep. do you know what came up? Chihuahua. The lifespan of a comedian. What came up? In my the search, lifespan of a comedian. The lifespan oh my of a God. comedian. Yeah. Generally wanna... short. Oh, yeah. Oh, go for it. So. The uh, so comedians die young. Often, mm-hmm. the funnier you are, the younger you die. Research says in Australia. So I'm pretty sure it was an overseas article, but there's research done on it here in Australia. Um, and I thought that maybe the research was probably based on older comedians that were doing stand-up maybe in smoking environments. Yeah, in smoky clubs right? and stuff. Yeah. Because they were saying the funnier you are, I imagine the funnier you are, the more you're working in those smoking environments, you would die younger. So don't get, yeah. don't get too scared. Don't be too dismayed. Two hundred. Mm, so <laughs> the research included 200 stand-ups and 114 dramatic actors and the facts... Um, showed that the stand-up comics died around 67.1 years of age. So you've got 7.1 years left. You'd better get the washing in. Yeah. Age compared to 68.9 for comedy actors. And 70.7 for dramatic actors. I don't know. I mean... And also to put into consideration would be that a lot of creative people, left-handers are extremely common in in creative. Yeah. So, and left-handers have also in research a shorter lifespan. Fair thing. Oh, I'm right-handed. Which is great. I'm feeling, I'm feeling really good. I'm, I'm left-handed. So, you're left-handed. So. You're 60 and you're a really funny comedian. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I could be dead by Thursday, you know, so lucky to <laughs> Can you just at least send me a text to tell me that you're on your way out? <laughs> I know. They say, never say that because it might happen. Oh, it'll be horrible. No. It'll be horrible. Ros Hammond. No, Ros Hammond. Fine. Ros Hammond just came yeah. into my brain, not looking at my phone, not doing any research, just came into Look, my brain. Everybody out there, everyone's alive. Thank you. And, and well, and yeah, just go on and every day's a good day, you know, and enjoy it. That's it. Um, but Ros Hammond was, like yourself, another really easy person just to do hair and makeup on, chuck on a wig, see that, that, see that character develop. And great... When we were at those after parties, she's the girl. She's the girl yeah. you wanted to see walking towards you, holding a cocktail, waving at you. It was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Well, a few times I did um, get to um, you know talk to Roz afterwards and stuff at, at well at any anything that all the comedians are at or something like that. You know, she was just absolutely wonderful she to really talk to. Is. You know, I'm... like you've gone to school with her, so. It's always a pleasure. Mm, she is. And I haven't. I hope she's working somewhere and doing well. She's, she's a a good egg. Well, I mean, she's been. She was doing quite a lot of ABC. Oh yes, of course. I do know. Yeah, yeah. My car. Yeah. She. Yeah. Um, but I'm not I, watching a lot of TV these days. Or well, a lot of that. Yeah. Well, well, I'm falling asleep in front of it. You know how it goes. 
What was the... Um, yeah, you're getting old now, so you are falling asleep in it. Probably, yeah, that's right. Probably more mm. regularly than you usually do. What was the what, what was the um, comedy skit show on Channel Nine? Was it Comedy Company? Um, I think well, yeah, yeah. Well, there is the Comedy Company. No, that was Channel. T- that was that was Channel. Was that Channel Ten? 10? Listen yeah. to us. Listen to us. We've got no idea. <laughs> um, oh, what was yeah, that? I, I, again, I can see, I can see it in my head, but I can't tell you the time. So can I? Yeah, what was it? <sighs> was she on um, the the Jim Show? Comedy Inc. Maybe else. Yeah, it was Comedy Inc. Well, there you go. Okay, here we go. So I'm going to. Um... <laughs> You're you giggling away. Yeah, no, because there was a there was some really great people on that show. Um, yeah. And I want to see, just quickly, before you go, I want to mention them because they were so fantastic to work with. They're such sweethearts. So, Emily Tahini, Paul, oh, Ma- yeah. yep. Paul, Paul McCarthy, McCarthy. Now, Paul worked on Fast Forward, I think, as well, Full Frontal. Jim Russell. Oh, and, yep. Mandy McK- uh, McKinney. Sorry, Mandy I should know your name. I've worked with you enough. Do you know Mandy? Um, Mandy went on to be um, an actress on that. Oh, I am not doing well, audience. I'm going to move on. <laughs> Simon um, Mal- Mallory, Fiona Harris. And these are just... Well, some- see, sometimes... I mean, you're saying... I'm sorry, I've cut you off again. No, you're right. But sometimes I just... Um, I would see the face and I know I know that person, but I may not. Just look it up online. Just look it up online tonight, <laughs> darling. But honestly, that cast were also just phenomenal to work with. I have some great memories from there. So do you think, just, just in closure, yeah. in regards to all of those shows that we used to work on, those skit shows all the time, like SNL, uh-huh. SNL Comedy, um, Comedy Inc., Fast Forward, do you think that we need another one of those right now? Because it just seems to be lacking that real, yeah, for some gritty, yeah, yeah. I do, I do, mm, I do too. I think it would be great because yeah. there isn't anything like that. That sort of reality stuff has taken over, and you know, I don't know whose reality they're talking about. It's definitely not mine. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, a reality show called Resentment. Yeah, I'll, I'll get a kick. Um, yeah, but it's sort of, you know, I love there isn't. That's all that reality stuff has taken over, and I think that's a shame because that's a bulk. Mm. Of what's on television, mm. and a lot of it's shite, isn't it? Really? Yeah, like I remember um, Tonight Live was kind of like SNL cross with Full Frontal. No? Yes? Do you mean like, um, like Tonight Live with Steve Weiser? Yes. That was just like, um, wasn't it a direct sort of copy of The Letterman Show? <laughs> yes, and it was. I think it was. Yeah, Damn. I don't. I don't Definitely, but then he went into... Steve Weizard, another sweet, but he's great. I know. Love him, love him. He's been my boss man many times in my career, so I have nothing but respect for him. Yeah, me, me neither. I only got to know him basically through um, um, Jack Levi's luncheons and that. What a great guy, you know? I know. And he would have us... Steve would have us at his funny. house for Christmas, like... Sit in his garden, have a cocktail. It was fantastic. Yep. Um, and Frontline, we've got to mention Frontline. That was another great yeah. 
Yep. I worked on that. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, did you? Jane Kennedy, Rapsich. Yeah. Oh, that, it was like literally going, I don't know, to a live performing school. It was so much fun. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, awesome. I see. You work with them all, haven't you, really? So have and you. they all love you. So have you. So have you. Oh, okay, now pop meeting. <laughs> so listen, so in closure, because yeah. this, this is the exciting thing for me, we did over an hour. Oh, wow, you can... Pick some good bits out of that. <laughs> I know. And now you can hear my little girl. She's walking in and, and drinking from the, the her bowl. But in closure... Is it the mummy one? In closure, I can't thank you enough for coming on today. I couldn't have thought of somebody probably more special to do this with me, the first one. And I really do hope to do many more. And in closure, I'll, I'll be saying goodbye to you, but... I'm really hoping to incorporate you in some stuff along the way, somewhere along the line, and hopefully we get some sponsors and they can start paying me money and I can pay you really good money. That would be awesome, huh? That would be awesome. Look, a call from you is awesome, no matter what's involved around that, though. Thanks, hon. I just and love to chat to you. Ditto. I actually prefer to chat with you than interview you, to be honest. Yeah, that was, yeah you made that really. I mean, I've got all these notes, so... Did you That's use good, them? So I might get something up. Hang on no. a sec. Is there something you can tell me from those notes that that really uh, we should know? Oh, just um, just uh, no. Well, whatever you like. I had like bad gigs, good gigs, interesting gigs, stories about animals, all there. But well, no, maybe well, another time. Well, definitely. Maybe. But tell me what was the good gig and what was the sh- the shite gig? Oh, I can give. Oh, I can give you. I can give you a shite gig. Yeah. One that comes to mind immediately. Of course, there's more than one, but. It was at a German restaurant, and there was like a like a brass band and with that like umba umba sort of band, yeah. and it was um well in lederhosen and stuff, and and they didn't like my stuff, and when you're getting the mic turned off and pushed off by guys in lederhosen with brass horns, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Oh, no. oh, and I did um I did come second on new faces to an eleven year old whipcracker from Wangaratta. <laughs> that's pretty funny too. What? Yeah. Yeah, I've had some, you know, interesting ones, but I've had great gigs too, like at the concert hall where, where just everything landed and everything went right and a massive audience, you know. Oh, too and right. You know when just one of those gigs and everything lands and you just think, mm-hmm. wow, and it was like in front of so many people. Wow. So, I, I look, Lucky Stick has hit me many times and, and I'm so grateful for it, you know. Too right. I really am. You, yeah. just, you just had it anyway. It was part of you. It's, you know. Yeah, and hopefully it continues. Like you said, it opens up so many other things. Like I've done creative writing and I eventually want to uh, finish a, a book and write for youth and it's a, it's a fiction book and it's through the eyes of, an, of a 13-year-old boy. I was going to ask Lewis you. Lewis Cartwright. You... And, and I love it. You know, I love that kind of stuff. So like you are that. writing that book? Oh, I started a long time ago and oh. before my parents became ill and that, but I, we'll, we'll pick it up. Again, you know, totally and, should. and work on a play that I've started. I'll do all that kind of stuff oh again. Oh, my God. We're but gonna... this is a sort of world that we live in where we can stop and start. So, Yeah, I know, but not thing. if we're dying at 67.1 years of age, hon. You've only got seven point... Actually, you've got seven years because this is the first month of... No, I better pull my finger out. There. <laughs> 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 It'll all be good. We like a deadline. We like a deadline. We like pressure. We Make do like do stuff. Yeah. Yes, and I've got to write down some things that I'd forgotten, so there you go. You always find the bright and shiny, eh? Yeah, well, that definitely leaves us with more material down the line. 
Um, yeah. My brother uh, wanted to know... Well, mm-hmm. Unbelievable, really. And we both do love this little chat for some reason. I don't know why. What school did you go to growing up? Spotswood State School. Which one? Spotswood State School. Spotswood State School. I don't think I've ever heard any... Um, um, creative say that to me before. You usually hear of it like a girls' college quite often from <laughs> from the girls in comedy. So I just try to imagine me in a girls' college. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, that's the uh, thing, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think that would have worked. Well, you did ride a horse naked, you know. No, I was winning money off the boys by arm wrestling. At arm wrestling. I love it. God love you. Yeah. Hey, God bless you, honey. I love you so much. And now my audience, our audience, get to hear and see a different side of you. If people want to book you for a stand-up comedy event, mm-hmm. how, who's your agent? Who's the best person to go through for you? I don't have one. Oh. Uh, me? Who? I've never had an agent. But you're on No, the... I've worked for agencies, but I've never had... Yeah, well, um, well... I just, uh, people ring and say, you want to do a gig? And I go, yeah, all right. Okay, perfect. Never had a business card, never really been with an agency. Well, this, you know, this, we're going to. Like I said, lucky six, Julian, lucky six. Well, we're going to have a um, feed on Facebook with this um, podcast so people can show interest through that. As well, and well, if they could contact through that and you could pass on my number, that would be wonderful. Yeah, no, bring it on, mate. And I could do personalized material for occasions as well if they give me background. Oh, awesome, do that kind of stuff. So happy to, happy to. That's like intimacy with your audience, yeah, yeah. It's kind of fun to to do that, you know. I used to do that a little bit, so that would be good again, yeah. Oh, man, you're just starting to peak now, I feel. Anyway, I do have um, some um, people in my circle that are interested in booking you and you and I will have that conversation off air. Wonderful. But thank Thank you for joining me, honey. This is memorable for me and I can't thank you enough. Thank you, gorgeous. Same, same. Love you, Gus. We'll speak soon. Bye, audience. Thank you. Bye, audience. Yeah, bye, audience. And we'll, we'll we'll have chats with Christine another day. See you, babe. Love you. Bye. Bye, Bye, darling. Bye now. Bye, audience.